The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Organic Growth Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about driving business results without buying your traffic. Joining us is John Benyon, who is the CEO of Online Marketing Gurus, a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast, which is an agency that specializes in SEO, AdWords, and social media advertising. And in their six plus years of business, Online Marketing Gurus has grown their network to over 100 gurus that help their clients skyrocket sales by being transparent, open, honest, and building real relationships that drive business results. So far this week, John and I have talked about when to prioritize your organic growth strategies and about how organic growth is not just SEO. And today we're going to talk about evaluating and comparing your organic growth versus your paid channels. All right, here is the third installment of Organic Growth Week with John Benyon, CEO of Online Marketing Gurus. John, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Happy Hump Day and excited to continue Organic Growth Week with you. Thanks, Ben. I'm excited too. And happy Hump Day right back at you. Hey, look, so far this week, we've talked about what's the value of organic growth, when to prioritize it. You got to start from day one, create your content, build a foundation. And yesterday we talked about taking that content and syndicating it, whether it's through your social channels, whether it's through email marketing, whatever you need to do to get the content you're creating out there to start getting people to visit your website without paying for them. But there is also the notion that your content is valuable and should be syndicated with a little budget here or there. Talk to me about the way that you can distribute your content, take some organic growth strategies, and blend them in with your performance marketing strategies. So when we're trying to blend or when we're trying to do multi-channel marketing programs, I think that one of the things you should do is try to leverage whatever you're producing for as many different channels as you possibly can. So if you're producing a piece of content for SEO purposes, and you know I meant to mention this on one of our early episodes, look, there is a difference, and I think people need to understand this, sometimes for a good, strong SEO campaign, you will produce content that is definitely more for Google than for the users. And you're not wrong in doing that. You want to have good content. I'm not saying to produce a bunch of crap. What I'm saying is that one thing we've noticed with some of our recent studies is that Google is far more likely to rank a page that has at least 2,000 words of content or more. 
that's a lot of content. In fact, that much content is absolutely horrible to scroll. If you're on your phone and you're trying to read and you're trying to navigate a website, some of that content becomes really prohibitive and you have to get creative by putting it in accordions or see more buttons, things like that. But using that content or a piece of that content as part of an ad or as part of something that you post on social to start some sort of engagement and then people can click to learn more. I think that what you want to do is try to, you're putting hard work and effort into creating things. Are you sharing them on all of the channels that you can? And are you promoting the stuff that actually is good and could potentially drive you customers? So John, we're talking about Google as opposed to conversion optimization. And you know sometimes they're the same. And in reality, different pieces of content have different pieces of utility. When you think about driving a conversion, it's not always getting somebody to click on a piece of content and then getting them to buy your product. There is the notion of the marketing funnel. And sometimes you're trying to drive awareness. Sometimes you're just trying to have people self-select that they could be interested in your product, and then you're going to add them into a marketing campaign. How do you use content to start building your performance marketing audiences? So let's say that we're doing a Facebook full funnel campaign, okay? One of the first things that we're going to do is to produce something that is very content heavy, but also very informative, very, for lack of a better word, fun to read, something that's engaging. Clickbaity. <laughs> Almost, yeah, I hate clickbait, but yes, clickbaity. I mean, something that... Uh, Let's just say thumb-stopping. That's way better, Ben. I love that. Better than clickbait. It's thumb-stopping. <laughs> and then when you're actually finished reading it, you think to yourself, hey, I got something out of that. Hey, that was interesting. Hey, I wonder what else they have. Or hey, maybe if you did a really good job and you're promoting on social, maybe you asked questions and they start to comment. Or maybe they share it with somebody that they think is it's going to be relevant to. So that's how you use, and guess what? That piece of content should absolutely be somewhere on your website where Google is indexing it and where they can see some of this stuff. Because now you've done two things. You've helped your organic growth because Google is genuinely interested in putting the engaging content up top. That's why so little of it actually gets read and gets served up on the first page of Google. But then what you do is that you take the interactions. You have to build the subsequent campaign that tries to capture those that interacted with the first level, the first piece of content, and you try to target them. You know, I'm a big fan of segmenting lists. And when you're doing remarketing, have different messages for different pages that they went to. And remarketing is an interesting thing. It works so well that I think almost everybody does it really poorly. And to me, that's really the point that I'm trying to get at is you can create a thumb-stopping piece of content, right? Something that is not necessarily about driving a sale, but something that's about driving engagement. And to me, that's really what the top of the funnel is about. How do we not only build a little awareness, but just see who wants to engage with our content? And then when somebody engages with your content, now all of a sudden you have an engaged audience. What do you do with your engaged audience and how do you surface the next piece of content to them? Before I answer that question, one thing I want to say is that you hit it right on the head when you said engaged. That is what you have to do. There is so much content that is produced that is just not engaging. It's not fun. It's not interesting. It is not thumb stopping. And even if it is thumb stopping, it's so bad after that initial thumb stop that they just move on. So make that your highest priority, run it past other people on the marketing team, make sure that it is actually good content. And then after that, some of the follow-up things, like what did they engage with? Did they ask questions? Did they download something? Did they click on other pages of the website? 
follow the trail of what engagement happened and then continue to feed it. If they clicked and downloaded, what's the next follow-up piece? Put thought and effort behind that. Right. So you're basically figuring out who your engaged audience is, and now you're starting to retarget them to really get them into your product purchase cycle. Now, in reality, and this is mostly the case with B2B businesses, sometimes your buying cycle isn't an immediate one, takes weeks, takes months, and you get back into the, all right, well, I'm going to need to start focusing on organic growth channels because I don't always want to be paying to get my content in front of my consumers. So once you get someone into an engaged state, how do you start to continue to remarket to them in an organic fashion? So email is a great way to market to them in an organic fashion. If you're going after really large, like enterprise level deals, and let's say that you have an account list, somebody on that account list interacted or engaged with the piece of content that you produced, you should have a play or some sort of sequence where you tag them in the next piece of content, even if it's not your own, that's also engaging. You want them to associate your name, your brand, company with solutions that they might need here in the near future. But that's an organic thing is that you can actually like engage with people on LinkedIn in a very organic fashion that doesn't cost you a thing. But start with the ones that actually talked about something that you produced. I think that's great advice. You know, rely on your email marketing channels. And this doesn't necessarily have to be a one to one email. Often this is driving a subscription to your newsletter, having somebody sign up for a webinar, download a white paper, getting some contact information, and that gives you the ability to reach out to them outside of just, hey, I have you pixeled and I can add you into the down funnel retargeting group. You want to be able to keep people warm by being able to distribute your content to them in an organic fashion. Now, John, I cut you off a little bit. What were you going to say there? Well, and just multiple channels too. You get somebody that engages. Yeah, great. They've got the pixel, put them in the remarketing mix, but hey, send them a message on LinkedIn, send them an email. I recently put together a simple email that I was able to sequence. Okay. And it's not like I was doing this individually, but I went and found three of our blog posts that had fantastic results in terms of like viewership and comments. And these are the blog posts that I sent. And I sent a very simple message that said, Hey, we had blah, 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 some sort of interaction. I've taken a look at your website. I think you might find this really interesting. I got far more clicks on that email in my sequence than any of the other ones where I was asking for a meeting or something like that. But what's interesting is that the people that clicked on it ended up booking a meeting when they got the next email three days later. That's really interesting. And you know, my takeaway here as we're talking through this is when you're talking about and thinking about blending your organic and paid growth channels, you're really always trying to drive someone back into an organic funnel. You're building an engaged audience with your paid channels, and you're trying to drive them into some sort of a data capture. And if they're not going to do that, then you're going to put them back into a performance marketing channel. And at times you might be doing both. You might be marketing to someone using your PPC efforts and still distributing your emails and trying to get them to sign up for a webinar or whatever the piece of content may be, but you're always trying to build in these organic growth funnels to give the most engaged, lowest hanging fruit part of your audience a vehicle and a path to be able to convert without you having to rely on paying the Facebooks, Googles, and LinkedIn's of the world for every single conversion. Very well said. One thing I'll add to it is that Look, you can drive paid traffic through clicks on AdWords, and then you can remarket and retarget them again on the Google network, on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. 
but you will have a far more profitable campaign if you drive that initial visitor through an organic channel because the most expensive part of paid is the first click. The remarketing is significantly less expensive. And so if you can drive it organically and then pick it up with some paid, then you might be in a good shape there running that type of campaign too. Yeah, I think that's great advice. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to John Benyon, CEO of Online Marketing Gurus, for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of John and OMG's tips for driving organic growth, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we talk about SEO strategies in a post-COVID outbreak world. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with John, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is John underscore Benyon. That's J-O-N underscore B-E-N-N-I-O-N. Or you could visit his company's website, which is onlinemarketinggurus.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you could always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap. B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.